0: It was kindly and correctly brought to my attention that every episode I start with, hey friends, it's happy, happy Friday, but it's not actually Friday. I do that, and guess what? I'm just telling you that I do that. I'm not actually doing that. But today, I think I've got a little bit of a fiery one for you. We're gonna talk about how things are hard and they're not gonna get any less hard by not doing them. I've got a fire lit under my ass for some reason, and we're gonna roll with it. Let's jump in. Hi, I'm GM, a nutrition and movement educator. After 18 years in the industry and recently becoming a mom, my world has been shifted. That combination of motherhood and industry experience left me feeling like I have some valuable stories to share. This is a space where we will talk all things movement, motherhood, food, and more. My goal is to give you the tools to fuel your life, understand how to fill your cup, and finally feel good in both your skin and body. My goal is to help you learn a lot, laugh some, and finally understand how to honor the season of life that you are in. This topic came to my mind when I was talking to my husband the other day. Well, I guess it was two weeks ago now about my runs and how I just feel foreign in my body. My running feels like garbage and I'm not sure what's going on. My hamstrings hurt. I never feel like I have a true run effort. Rather, I'm kind of just slogging along. And then it kind of dawned on me. Well, I'm only consistently running two, maybe three days a week. Why do I expect to get better when I'm not even doing the thing I wanna get better at? What, come on. But I think this can be applied to a lot of people. Things are hard. Things can be applied to anything. It can be talking about motherhood, your fitness journey, your nutrition journey. Furthering your financial space, getting a better job, just in general, some things in life are hard. But in order to get better at hard things, in order to get better at anything, you need to do hard things. You can't just say, hey, this isn't working for me, I'm having a hard time, and then keep doing what you're doing, expecting different results. Isn't that the literal definition of insanity? If you want to get better at doing something, you need to set yourself up for success. And I'm going to talk here about motherhood and fitness and nutrition, but it, again, it can be applied to anywhere in your life. So how? How do you set yourself up for success? Well, I have a few rules of thumb and things that I'm actually trying to apply to myself right now, not just in running, but in general, in all of life. And I think about things that I do on the regular Tools that I have in my proverbial toolbox. What do you have to do in order to set yourself up for success to get better at doing hard things? We can't be soft anymore. We have to realize that if we want to improve, if we want to grow, we need to lean into the discomfort because that's where growth is found. So you have to set yourself up for success. The number one thing you have to do is have a freaking plan. For me, with running, if i kept saying oh my runs suck and i feel like garbage and continue to run two days a week well obviously nothing's going to change so what's my plan i'm going to run more i'm going to run more frequently and see how do my legs feel how does my breathing feel am i making any progress boom i have a plan run more than at least three days a week hopefully averaging 15 to 20 miles as opposed to the 5 to 10. if you're talking food are you tracking your food Are you entering your food in ahead of time in a tracking app? Are you planning out your dinners for the week? Are you planning out your lunches and breakfasts? Or are you just kind of waking up and winging it and hoping that by the end of the day, you either didn't overeat or you ate enough? There's no plan with winging it. Are you aware of what you're doing? Again, this is part of that planning piece. What are your workouts like? How often are you working out? Are you bringing awareness to the things that you want to change? Awareness precedes change, whether it be food, where you're tracking, fitness, where you're mindful of how often you're moving, or even motherhood. Are you aware of the challenging times of day? For me, my son woke up between 3.30 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. every day for like a year and a half. That was the hardest hour of my day, that first hour. Oftentimes, I was alone because of my husband's work schedule, and it was really hard. We are in a big TV family, so it wasn't like I could just plop them in front of the TV, although that did happen on occasion. But I was aware of when it was hard for me, and I came up with a plan. If you've never heard of um, the Instagram Days with Gray, they came up with something called Breakfast Invitations. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. I will link her Instagram in the show notes. But I realized, hey, this was a challenging time of day for me. I'm gonna have a plan on what I can do in those days. I bought stickers, I bought coloring, different um, crayons, uh, markers, chalk. I came up with a whole toolbox of things to help me suffer, (laughs) suffer less through that first really challenging hour of my day. Have a freaking plan. Next, censor who you follow. If you wanna get better at something and you find that you're having a hard time doing hard things, who is in your life specifically on social media that's either encouraging you or discouraging you and this is a weird one but i'm going to roll with it think about the fitfluencer you follow and she tells you that your your day is gone to hell if you can't do a 27 step morning routine that's not true for a really long time Again, my son woke up between 3.30 and 4.30 every day for over a year. I had no semblance of a morning routine. It was open my eyes to a screaming baby, toddler, pre-toddler, and I dove into my day. My morning routine was trying to survive. So if you follow an influencer who tells you you need 75 steps to make the day just right, unfollow that biatch. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I had to unfollow plenty of people. It is what it is. In that season of life, it's not working for you. Or alternatively, the bro who talks about, and if you are, know me personally, you know who I'm talking about, put a, a mirror on your refrigerator and every time you wanna grab food, look at yourself. And if you don't like what you see, don't eat food. What? Get out of my face with that. Censor who you follow so that you make sure you're setting yourself up for success. If you know who that person is, please follow, unfollow him immediately next is get help ask for help you cannot do it all actually today today specifically i made an instagram post about a few different hard truths that were on my mind and one of them is you can do it all but your definition of quote unquote all needs to change you cannot be everything for everyone including yourself all of the time you need help there's only so much of you there's only so many hours in the day Maybe that help looks like getting a cleaning lady. Maybe it looks like purchasing frozen pre-made meals. Maybe it looks like hiring a babysitter two hours a week. I don't know, maybe it looks like talking to your significant other and saying, I can't do it. Can you please take over these house chores because I need a little bit of breathing room in this season of life. You need to ask for help. And with that, I would also ask for some unbiased support. And this is where coaching can come in clutch. This is where I really love coaching. Listen, I'm a coach. I know what to do, but knowing and doing aren't always one and the same. So I like to hire help. I like to ask for help through other nutrition coaches. Every coach needs a coach because another coach can look at what I'm doing, how I'm eating, how I'm moving and take the biased glasses off, get a little bit more curious where I would likely be more judgmental on myself and tell me, yo, bro, you need to slow down and have a rest day or, hey, homegirl, eat a little bit more food, right? These unbiased support systems in your life are going to be able to give you constructive criticism. You need to be open to that, but in a way that's going to ultimately make you feel good, make you feel better. Again, this is all a matter of you being able to do hard things and getting better at doing those hard things. And finally, if you want to see growth in your life, in any area of your life, really, you need to start making decisions based on logic, not emotion. My good friend, I'm going to shout her out, Mary over at The New Mom Therapist on Instagram. I will tag her handle in the comments of this recording as well in the show notes. Oh, that sounds so fancy. But she made a post a few weeks ago that said emotions are just information, feedback, data points, and energy. And it's true. Your emotions are valid. You are totally okay to have those emotions, but you cannot make decisions based on those emotions alone. Emotions are often lead to knee-jerk reactions. Talking nutrition and fitness, it means restricting calories, over-exercising, getting up way too early when you should probably sleep in because you were up 87 times with a nursing toddler and that 45-minute spin class that you were going to take at 3.30 a.m. will not do you any good. Hi, it me, did that, been there, don't recommend it, but you need to take a curiosity perspective as opposed to judgmental perspective when making decisions you can have the emotions they're valid but let's take the emotion out of it let's be a little bit more objective and look at the data what is biofeedback telling you what is other data point what are other data points telling you about what's going on in your life if we can start making decisions based on long-term sustainability and logic things would look a lot different in a lot of people's lives. Hell, the whole nutrition industry would look different. I told you, I'm fired up, and I don't even know why. I'm taking a few hours to myself to get some work done, and I thought, you know what? I'm feeling a little fiery. Let's hit record and see where this goes. 11 minutes in, and we did the damn thing. I've been getting a lot of feedback over on the socials lately about this space and the information I'm sharing, and I appreciate it. As always, if you have any podcast recommendations, things you'd like me to ramble on about in this space, uh, reach out to me over on Instagram at GM underscore K. If you have any constructive criticism, again, I am here for it. I appreciate you taking 12 minutes of your life to chat with me and we will see you next week. (laughs)